what that music means. Hopefully it means the start of Brett Bielema's team getting its butt kicked by the Wisconsin Badgers. It also means that Derek Blakesley is here, our Badgers outsider, Tausch, presented by PDS. PDS, they've been providing technology solutions and transforming IT for area companies for over 30 years. PDS is giving today's worker the true ability, which is more important than ever, to work from anywhere as they balance that work and life combo everybody struggles with. PDS wants to be your trusted partner in driving success with enterprise solutions, digital workplace platforms, and managed services that fit your needs. PDS, Paragon Development Systems. Derek? Yes. Hi. Good morning. Is it? Is Mm -hmm. it? You were one downtrodden guy the last time I saw you on social media. It, it was emotional. I, I listened on the way in, and this was the end of an era. This was what Donna Shalala built, Pat Richter, and Alvy. You know, may, not always maybe seeing eye to eye or whatever, but the way that they worked and the money that came in from some of the entrepreneurs in town, some legendary, uh, some legendary people. Uh, some of them have passed on; others are, are still contributing today. The a uh, feeling in nineteen, if I can paint it a picture. In, the, in that first Rose Bowl, when I had all the kids in my class over to my house, and we, I remember playing my alto saxophone during the game. Bam, 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 bam. That's how excited little kids were. The, the state, for once, the Badgers had kind of overcome the Packers. I mean, it was the thing. And that we've been able to sustain that over time is a lot of credit to a lot of people, Brett Bielema included in that bunch. Uh, but I had an overwhelming sense during that football game that that time has come to an end. And the last two days, I thought to myself, maybe that's not the end of the world. Did you feel like that after the 59 nothing game? No. What did you feel that night? Because it, 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 it felt similar, but there was... It just it felt more preordained this time than what it was in yeah, that championship he, game. You know, sometimes I, I come on here, or I talk to... You know, friends or parents at sporting events, and Wildy and I talked about this. I also for like a year we've been talking about this for years, and you're like, ah, you know, Derek doesn't know what he's talking about, and no, it's just, this this guy is that falling. That is true. Stuff. We have said that yeah. numerous times. And the truth is, is we were largely correct. A lot of the fan base was correct. I just I hate I hate the idea that people come on and say, oh, we got to fire Chris because he can't coach. Well, that's not true. Paul Christ is an NFL coordinator. Paul Chris is a good coach. I, he's a good I, coach. I know people are, well, his passion and all this other stuff. Paul Chris is a good football he's coach. A, if you give Paul Chris the players, if you give Leonard the players, if you give Bostad the players. Yeah, well, that's part of the deal, though. But, but that, that, that brings me to the unfortunate conclusion to my thinking. If we had the players, Coach Chris is my guy. Unfortunately, job one in today's modern college football, modern media, I know you guys like to talk about that here, is pay your players as much as you can. you got to put the money on the table, baby. And before you start judging players and other teams for that, the institutions themselves have done it. They broke up the conferences. They made super conferences. They concentrated the talent so that you can't stratify the talent. And so we have the Tausch has talked about it. He's not wrong either. you got the haves and have-nots. It's not compelling entertainment, however, to have seven 
teams that have a chance to be champions at the beginning of a year where you have as many teams as you do. So now we're stuck that we either have to change directions at the highest level, which is the head coach and staff, and take this TV money and turn it into a, a, a recruiting combine, a talent combine, if we want to compete for championships, or, and I brought this up last year and everybody thought I was an idiot and thought it was a bad idea, we don't even play against teams like that. We put them on a different division. Alabama, go play against Ohio State. Go play against other people who are going to sell out completely, never follow the rules, and just pay, 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 and not have much of a tie to the institution itself. That's the choice. Paul Christ with a level playing field or some other type of personality that comes in and runs a combine of talent organization, much like Urban Meyer did at Ohio State and changed that program's future. So, Derek, what's going to happen next? I have no idea. See, I, I don't either. I, I, I have. I thought about that. You know, I, you know well, my, let, let's not look big picture. Let, let's because I think we all agree what well, happened Saturday. Well, let's the look at picture. Let's look at the little picture, which is the Big Ten West. And I think we all sat here. I think we thought we'd be three and one at this point. Losing to Wazoo was obviously surprising to most of us, but we didn't think we were going to beat Ohio State. Uh, that's unfortunately it's just where we're at. Now the Big Ten West. Minnesota looks good. They go into uh, East Lansing and smoke the Spartans. Do we feel like I still have a good vibe that we can win the West? Do you? No. And I'll tell you why. Especially against Minnesota and some of these other teams, I really saw if there was one position group where I was shocked at just the, the pancaking and folding and getting stuck in the wash was that inside linebacking group. Uh, they're they're going to get blown off the ball against Minnesota. Morgan, they run some of that uh, that RPO stuff and that option stuff where if you step wrong, they, the quarterback makes that read and they're off to the races. And we, I, I said it, and this is this is up for debate. And if, uh, if we're talking tactical stuff, you saw Braylon Allen get uh, to level two a couple times in that game, and he couldn't get away against the ones. And the minute they put him on the bench and against the twos, yeah. Braylon's gone because he's gotten too he's too big, he's too heavy, he's too strong. You got to have a. We need more quickness out of that backfield if we're going to get the big plays because it's not going to come anywhere else unless every once in a while Skylar Bell or something looks to be capable. But you know, we we don't again year after year we don't quite have. We've reached an inflection point where we don't have enough explosive players to score enough points to win games. All right, Derek. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure I agree with that. But what I did notice was that hey, Wisconsin can really compete with Ohio State's twos and threes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, doesn't that like you? I mentioned it. It was one of my few tweets uh, during the game. But I mean, that's the reality, right? And, and like, J- that's Jason, where we are. Jason, they were down their top three defensive backs before the game even started. Right? Smith and Jigba didn't even play. The top NFL guy that's going to score touchdowns and play on Sundays and be it didn't even play. And to watch Stroud, I coach flag football. I want everybody to know that. We get up against a good team playing flag football, oh, and you get scared to death of a team. You say, what do you say to kids? You say, guys, just try to keep them in front of you. And that's what Jim Leonard had to do because we don't have the horses. They're like, guys, I can hear it in the locker room. Just keep keep everything in front of you. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, 15 yards in front of you, and then they get the ball, and then it's over because you, you can't compete athletically. Um, and that's it's hard to watch. I mean, where you're waving the white flag before the game really gets going. Derek, we'll spend more time with you, if you don't mind sticking around. I'll try to be uh, more optimistic. Try to bring some hope. Hmm. We'll find some. Should we be optimistic that you're going to be optimistic in your final 13 minutes with us? I'm going to give it every bit I've got. Well, don't 
do or do not, there is no try. More with Derek Blakesley next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. Outsider Derek Blakesley presented by W by PDS. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm I'm thrown. I'll be honest. Going into this game last week, which I know you're gonna be positive and Mr. Optimism. But between you and Chris Fowler trying to convince us that there was reason for hope, that was a lot of full optimism. There's a path to victory, Derek Blakesley said on this program. <laughs> Turns out that road was under construction and the bridge was out. So what, what's your positivity? What's your optimism that you're going to bring? Tausch is, Tausch is a generally positive person. Yeah. I am. I, I, got, I got an idea of what I think would happen. Is If there's one thing over 20, 25 years of success that we've had here, we've built up... Um, uh, uh, more than a loyal alumni in the athletic program itself. We've got some football players who have made it. They owe a lot of their success to Madison. And I think there's a lot of folks that are going to be involved. And I think what Mac needs to do is be a connector. He needs to open up connections between our player alumni and business leaders. And I think he can do it. I have a lot of confidence in, in Macintosh that he can bring the personalities, the people the dollars together in conjunction with the TV dollars to prepare this program for whatever the modern college football game the sport is going to look like. You know, the Watt brothers. You think about um, the guys that keep coming back to that are on ESPN. Russell Wilson. Maybe Russ. Russell. Got to get Russ. I mean, guys that are going to get in a room in a summit, and the way we're able to stay connected by cell phone and come up with um, – you know, connections and contacts and hey, high school programs to get better players in here. Okay, guys, is it possible that we are just overlooking the fact that Ohio State is really good? Well, then we have to talk about how good Washington State is. Nah, is Washington State that was a dogfight game. They had Oregon on the ropes it's last weekend. Oregon State or Oregon was beat by Washington State. I don't think Washington State stinks. Is it possible that we're just overreacting because Ohio State they've ate our lunch? They are definitely more elite. They are in the elite of the elites when it comes to college football. Is it possible that our emotions just said, man, this looked really bad, and Ohio State is just one of those teams that could hang with Alabama and Georgia? Nobody's thinking we're hanging with Alabama and Georgia. Anybody that watched that championship game last year, and if you think we're hanging with them, you're delusional. Uh, so now am I just – maybe we're just not looking at this the right way, and we're saying – Wisconsin still is a good program. Not where it was, but not as bad as we all kind of felt leaving Saturday night. And Ohio State's just really that good. Is Am I crazy to say that? Well, it, it certainly does make it compelling, the game that's coming up this weekend. Obviously, with the, the Bielema storyline, we saw the top of the benchmarking on Saturday, right? Yeah, we benchmark. Sure. 
Now we're going to see the bottom benchmarking. We're going to play some of the also-rans in the conference. In fact, I don't see a game the rest of the way that we can't win. I worry a lot about Minnesota, a little bit about Purdue. And I think you're right with what you said earlier, Tosh, when we were talking off air. Uh, the Maryland game could be tricky as well. Mm-hmm. But those, the, the games, I think it does make the point a lot of us, and by us I mean the middle of college football is in the same boat. We just don't have enough ponies to be elite, but maybe that shouldn't be the goal because the way we bounce back, and any college program, to watch them bounce back from adversity because each game is so valuable is always a really fun, interesting part of the year. So I think I definitely will be tuning into the game against Illinois, but we got a lot to lose in that game, and that makes me nervous because if that game doesn't go well, my brain might explode. No, we lose to Illinois, it's over the season from the standpoint of anything that the goals that I think the program and everybody had. You'll still grind out, and you'll try to make a bowl, and you'll do all the stuff that we talk about, but from a perspective of the end of an era and the stuff that we were, have we peaked, losing to Brett here at home against in his second year would be devastating for us. So there's more pressure. Obviously, there's more pressure this week than there was last week going into Columbus. But I think that we're probably not, and this is without some of their best players, I think we're looking at it and saying, boy, Ohio State's just really, really good. And that makes me feel maybe a little bit better, even though that's not really the attitude I want to have. All right. Well, a couple things. One, uh, we can say that when we get to the end of the season and they've won all the rest of their games and you chalk up the Washington State thing to a bad day, and then maybe we can have this conversation. But the fact that you guys are sitting there worrying about Illinois, Maryland's going to be tricky, Purdue, Minnesota, that is not the place that we usually would anticipate Wisconsin football to be in. And I think the juxtaposition against what Brett Bielema is doing in Illinois underscores that that's not how we think anymore. We used to think that way at one point, right? Like, when I arrived at the University of Wisconsin, the same year Barry Alvarez did, it was a different mentality. But this is what has been created in Madison. And so just saying, well, they just can't hang with Ohio State, great. I hope that's the case. But as you look at the landscape that Derek and I have bemoaned on a way too frequent basis during this segment, I don't think you could just chalk it up to Ohio State's really good. I hope I'm wrong. Well, we'll, we'll find out. Well, We're going to find out. Well, guys, the bottom line is it's not just us questioning. It's the pros in Vegas. The University of Illinois is coming in for a game in Madison, and we're, we're a touchdown. They're touchdown dogs. I mean, anytime that, that, that spread shouldn't be there. So that's, that's not to the standard. And those are the experts talking. Standards are standards, Stan- is what Mike Tomlin that's, said. That's what Mike Tomlin Mark Tauscher. All right, Jesse, hit us with a couple texts before we let Derek head out. A text from the 920. Didn't share his or her name with us. I like us, that. But Be hippolaws. There's too much emphasis on winning the Big Ten, not enough on competing for a national championship. We're the Bears fans of the NCAA. Ouch. Hey, Ohio State told Wisconsin after the game, hey, be better. Be better. We like old you. girl we from Chicago you. tells the Bear fan, as a Packer fan in Chicago, and she says, just be better. I can't. Well, how am I going to argue with that? I don't want I want to argue with it. I love arguing, as you guys know. I can't argue with 920. Mailman Matt in Cascade, who helps us with yeah, East he- and West uh, street names. It felt like the gap between Wisconsin and Ohio State was like the gap between Wisconsin and New Mexico State. 
I felt like I was rooting for a third-tier football a big team gulch. that big programs typically begin feeding on. Oof. I, it's, I, I believe the text I sent to Tausch regurgitated his line about New Mexico State and asked, if you're Ohio State, would you rather play a game against a team you might lose to, but it would be entertaining, <laughs> or would you rather play Wisconsin? That's right. how bad. Uh, okay, it was. I think wow. I've had enough Badger talk. It's time to. Uh, even, it might be time even, to move on. Even I, even I've had enough. Yeah, this is uh, no moss. We're, I don't have a white flag. But I'm throwing <laughs> it up in the air. Dave, I've had enough. David Aaron, I'm still so sad about the old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Oh God. Derek. Be better. Be better. We'll be better oh. when Derek joins us next week because the Badgers are going to bounce back. They're going to beat Brett Bielema. B B B. And we're all going to be happy. We're all going to talk about how great it was to see Brett Bielema get it handed to him. Right? Right? It be- that better be the case. Otherwise, we got deep. deep Could discussion. you imagine what the conversation will be if they don't? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be talking about PDS, I'll be, but Derek I'll, won't be joining us. I'll be coming in with my emotional support dog by my side at that point. I'll, 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 need, I'll need help. He'll be carrying I'll a 12-pack of pre-made I'll old fashions with him I'll need help. Thanks to Derek Blakeslee. We'll kick off the 11 o'clock hour in two minutes. It's Wilde and Tausch. You know what that music means. Hopefully it means the start of... Brett Bielema's team getting its butt kicked by the Wisconsin Badgers. It also means that Derek Blakesley is here, our Badgers outsider, Tausch, presented by PDS. PDS, they've been providing technology solutions and transforming IT for area companies for over 30 years. PDS is giving today's worker the true ability, which is more important than ever, to work from anywhere as they balance that work and life combo everybody struggles with. PDS wants to be your trusted partner in driving success with enterprise solutions, digital workplace platforms, and managed services that fit your needs. PDS, Paragon Development Systems. Derek? Yes. Hi. Good morning. Is it? Is it? You were one downtrodden guy the last time I saw you on social media. It, it was emotional. I, I listened on the way in, and this was the end of an era. This was what Donna Shalala built, Pat Richter, and Alvy. You know, may, not always maybe seeing eye to eye or whatever, but the way that they worked and the money that came in from some of the entrepreneurs in town, some legendary, uh, some legendary people. Uh, some of them have passed on. Others are, are still contributing today. The a uh, feeling in 19, if I can paint it a picture, in, the, in that first Rose Bowl when I had all the kids in my class over to my house. And we, I remember playing my alto saxophone during the game. Bam, 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 bam. That's how excited the little kids were. The, the state, for once, the Badgers had kind of overcome the Packers. I mean, it was the thing. And that we've been able to sustain that over time is a lot of credit to a lot of people, Brett Bielema included in that bunch. Uh, but I had an overwhelming sense during that football game that that time has come to an end. And 
The last two days, I've thought to myself, maybe that's not the end of the world. Did you feel like that after the 59 nothing game? No. What did you feel that night? Because it, 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 it felt similar, but there was... It just it felt more preordained this time than what it was in yeah, that championship he, game. You know, sometimes I, I come on here or I talk to you know, friends or parents at sporting events, and Wildy and I talked about this. I also, for like a year, we've been talking about this for years, and you're like, ah, you know, Derek doesn't know what he's talking about. And, no, it's just, this, this guy is that falling That is true. Stuff. We have said that yeah. numerous times. And the truth is, is we were largely correct. A lot of the fan base was correct. I just, I hate I hate the idea that people come on and say, oh, we got to fire Chris because he can't coach. Well, that's not true. Paul Christ is an NFL coordinator. Paul Christ is a good coach. I, He's I, a good I, coach. I know people are, well, his passion and all this other stuff. Paul Christ is a good football He's coach. A, if you give Paul Christ the players, if you give Leonard the players, if you give Bostad the players. Yeah, well, that's part of the deal, though. But that, that, that brings me to the unfortunate conclusion to my thinking. If we had the players... Coach Christ is my guy. Unfortunately, job one in today's modern college football, modern media, I know you guys like to talk about that here, is pay your players as much as you can. you got to put the money on the table, baby. And before you start judging players and other teams for that, the institutions themselves have done it. They broke up the conferences. They made super conferences. They concentrated the talent so that you can't stratify the talent. And so we have the Tausch has talked about, he's not wrong either. You got the haves and have nots. It's not compelling entertainment, however, to have seven teams that have a chance to be champions at the beginning of a year when you have as many teams as you do. So now we're stuck that we either have to change directions at the highest level, which is the head coach and staff, and take this TV money and turn it into a, a, a recruiting combine, a talent combine, if we want to compete for championships, or. And I brought this up last year, and everybody thought I was an idiot and thought it was a bad idea. We don't even play against teams like that. We put them on a different division. Alabama, go play against Ohio State. Go play against other people who are going to sell out completely, never follow the rules, and just pay, 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 and not have much of a tie to the institution itself. That's the choice. Paul Christ with a level playing field or some other type of personality that comes in and runs a combine of talent organization, much like Urban Meyer did at Ohio State and changed that program's future. So, Derek, what's going to happen next? I have no idea. See, I, I don't either. I, I, I have. I thought about that. You know, you, you well, know. Let, let's not look big picture. Let, let's because I think we all agree what happened well, Saturday. Well, let's the look little at, picture. Let's look at the little picture, which is the Big Ten West. And I think we all sat here. I think we thought we'd be three and one at this point. Losing to Wazoo is obviously surprising to most of us, but we didn't think we were going to beat Ohio State. Uh, that's unfortunately it's just where we're at. Now the Big Ten West. Minnesota looks good. They go into uh, East Lansing and smoke the Spartans. Do we feel like I still have a good vibe that we can win the West? Do you? Uh, no. And I'll tell you why. Especially against Minnesota and some of these other teams, I really saw if there was one position group where I was shocked at just the, the pancaking and folding and getting stuck in the wash was that inside linebacking group. Uh, they're they're going to get blown off the ball against Minnesota. Morgan, they run some of that, that that RPO stuff and that option stuff where if you step wrong, they, the quarterback makes that read and they're off to the races. And we, I, I said it, and this is this is up for debate. And if we're talking tactical stuff, you saw Braylon Allen get uh, to level two a couple times in that game, and he couldn't get away against the ones. 
And the minute they put him on the bench and against the twos, yeah. Braylon's gone. Because he's gotten too he's too big. He's too heavy. He's too strong. You gotta have a little, we need more quickness out of that backfield if we're gonna get the big plays, because it's not gonna come anywhere else unless every once in a while Skylar Bell or something looks to be capable. But you know, we, we don't again, year after year, we don't quite have we've reached an inflection point where we don't have enough explosive players to score enough points to win games. All right, Derek, I'm not I'm not entirely sure I agree with that, but what I did notice was that hey, Wisconsin can really compete with Ohio State's twos and threes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, doesn't that like you? I mentioned it. It was one of my few tweets uh, during the game, but I mean, that's the reality, right? And, and like, J- that's Jason, where we are. Jason, they were down their top three defensive backs before the game even started. Right, Smith and Jigba didn't even play. The top NFL guy that's going to score touchdowns and play on Sundays and be didn't even play. And to watch Stroud, I coach flag football. I want everybody to know that. We get up against a good team playing flag football, oh and you get scared to death of a team. You say, what do you say to kids? You say, guys, just try to keep them in front of you. And that's what Jim Leonard had to do because we don't have the horses. They're like, guys, I can hear it in the locker room. Just keep keep everything in front of you. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, 15 yards in front of you, and then they get the ball, and then it's over because you, you can't compete athletically. Um, and that's it's hard to watch. I mean, where you're waving the white flag before the game really gets going. Derek, we'll spend more time with you if you don't mind sticking around. I'll try to be uh, more optimistic. Try to bring some hope. Hmm. We'll find some. Should we be optimistic that you're going to be optimistic in your final 13 minutes with us? I'm going to give it every bit I've got. Well, don't do or do not. There is no try. More with Derek Blakesley next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. Outsider Derek Blakesley presented by W by PDS. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm I'm thrown. I'll be honest. Going into this game last week, which I know you're gonna be positive and Mr. Optimism. But between you and Chris Fowler trying to convince us that there was reason for hope, that was a lot of full optimism. There's a path to victory, Derek Blakesley said on this program. <laughs> Turns out that road was under construction and the bridge was out. So what, what's your positivity? What's your optimism that you're going to bring? Tausch is, Tausch is a generally positive person. Yeah. I am. I, I, got, I got an idea of what I think would happen. Is If there's one thing over 20, 25 years of success that we've had here, we've built up... Um, uh, uh, more than a loyal alumni in the athletic program itself. We've got some football players who have made it. They owe a lot of their success to Madison. And I think there's a lot of folks that are going to be involved. And I think what Mac needs to do is be a connector. He needs to open up connections between our player alumni and business leaders. And I think he can do it. 
I have a lot of confidence in, in McIntosh that he can bring the personalities, the people, the dollars together in conjunction with the TV dollars to prepare this program for whatever the modern college football game the sport is going to look like. You know, the Watt brothers. You think about um, the guys that keep coming back to that are on ESPN. Russell Wilson. Maybe Russ. Russell. Got to get Russ. I mean, guys that are going to get in a room in a summit, and the way we're able to stay connected by cell phone and come up with um, you know, connections and contacts hey. in high school programs to get better players in here. Okay, guys, is it possible that we are just overlooking the fact that Ohio State is really good? Well, then we'd have to talk about how good Washington State is. Nah, is Washington State, that was a dogfight game. They had Oregon on the ropes it's last weekend. Oregon State or Oregon was beat by Washington State. I don't think Washington State stinks. Is it possible that we're just overreacting because Ohio State, they've ate our lunch. They are definitely more elite. They are in the elite of the elites when it comes to college football. Is it possible that our emotions just said... Man, this looked really bad. And Ohio State is just one of those teams that could hang with Alabama and Georgia. Nobody's thinking we're hanging with Alabama and Georgia. Anybody that watched that championship game last year, and if you think we're hanging with them, you're delusional. Uh, So now, am I just, maybe we're just not looking at this the right way, and we're saying Wisconsin still is a good program. Not where it was, but not as bad as we all kind of felt leaving Saturday night. And Ohio State's just really that good. Am I crazy to say that? Well, it, it certainly does make it compelling, the game that's coming up this weekend. Obviously, with the, the Bielema storyline, we saw the top of the benchmarking on Saturday, right? Yeah, we benchmark. Sure. Now we're going to see the bottom benchmarking. We're going to play some of the also-rans in the conference. In fact, I don't see a game the rest of the way that we can't win. I worry a lot about Minnesota, a little bit about Purdue. And I think you're right with what you said earlier, Tosh, when we were talking off air. Uh, the Maryland game could be tricky as well. Mm-hmm. But those, the, the games, I think it does make the point a lot of us, and by us I mean the middle of college football is in the same boat. We just don't have enough ponies to be elite, but maybe that shouldn't be the goal because the way we bounce back, and any college program, to watch them bounce back from adversity because each game is so valuable is always a really fun, interesting part of the year. So I think I definitely will be tuning into the game Against Illinois, but we got a lot to lose in that game, and that makes me nervous because if that game doesn't go well, my brain might explode. No, we lose to Illinois, it's over the season from the standpoint of anything that the goals that I think the program and everybody had. You'll still grind out, and you'll try to make a bowl, and you'll do all the stuff that we talk about. But from a perspective of the end of an era and the stuff that we have we peaked, losing to Brett, here at home against in his second year would be devastating for us. So there's more pressure. Obviously, there's more pressure this week than there was last week going into Columbus. But I think that we're probably not, and this is without some of their best players, I think we're looking at it and saying, boy, Ohio State's just really, really good. And that makes me feel maybe a little bit better, even though that's not really the attitude I want to have. All right. Well, a couple things. One, uh, we can say that when we get to the end of the season and they've won all the rest of their games and you chalk up the Washington State thing to a bad day, and then maybe we can have this conversation. But the fact that you guys are sitting there worrying about Illinois, Maryland's going to be tricky, Purdue, Minnesota, that is not the place that we usually would anticipate Wisconsin football to be in. And I think the juxtaposition against what Brett Bielema is doing in Illinois 
underscores that that's not how we think anymore. We used to think that way at one point, right? Like, when I arrived at the University of Wisconsin, the same year Barry Alvarez did, it was a different mentality. But this is what has been created in Madison. And so just saying, well, they just can't hang with Ohio State, great. I hope that's the case. But as you look at the landscape that Derek and I have bemoaned on a way too frequent basis during this segment, I don't think you could just chalk it up to Ohio State's really good. I hope I'm wrong. Well, we'll find out. Well, We're going to find out. Well, guys, the bottom line is it's not just us questioning. It's the pros in Vegas. The University of Illinois is coming in for a game in Madison, and we're, we're a touchdown. They're touchdown dogs. I mean, anytime that, that, that spread shouldn't be there. So that's, that's not to the standard. And those are the experts talking. Standards are standards, is Stan- what Mike Tomlin that's, said. That's, that's what Mike Tomlin Mark Tauscher. All right, Jesse, hit us with a couple texts before we let Derek head out. A text from the 920. Didn't share his or her name with I like us. like that. Be hippolaws. There's too much emphasis on winning the Big Ten, not enough on competing for a national championship. We're the Bears fans of the NCAA. Ouch. Hey, Ohio State told Wisconsin after the game, hey, be better. Be better. We like own old you. girl we from Chicago tells the Bear fan, as a Packer fan in Chicago, and she says, just be better. I can't. Well, how am I going to argue with that? I don't want I want to argue with it. I love arguing, as you guys know. I can't argue with 9-2-0. Mailman Matt in Cascade, who helps us with yeah, East he- and West uh, street names. It felt like the gap between Wisconsin and Ohio State was like the gap between Wisconsin and New Mexico State. I felt like I was rooting for a third-tier football a big team gulch. that big programs typically begin feeding on. Oof. I, it's, I, I believe the text I sent to Tausch regurgitated his line about New Mexico State and asked, if you're Ohio State, would you rather play a game against a team you might lose a too, but it would be entertaining, <laughs> or would you rather play Wisconsin? That's right. how bad. Uh, okay, wow. I think I've had enough Badger talk. It's time to. Uh, even, it might be time even, to move on. Even I, even I've had enough. Yeah, this is uh, no moss. We're, I don't have a white flag. But I'm throwing <laughs> it up in the air. Dave, I've had enough. David Aaron, I'm still so sad about the old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Oh God. Derek. Be better. Be better. We'll be better Ow! when Derek joins us next week because the Badgers are going to bounce back. They're going to beat Brent Bielema, BBB, and we're all going to be happy. We're all going to talk about how great it was to see Brett Bielema get it handed to him. Right? Right? It be- that better be the case. Otherwise, we got deep. deep Could discussion. you imagine what the conversation will be if they don't? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be talking about PDS, I'll be, but Derek uh, won't be joining us. I'll be coming in with my emotional support dog by my side at that point. I'll, 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 need, I'll need help. He'll be carrying I'll a 12 pack of pre made old fashioned. I'll need help. Week. Thanks to Derek Blakesley. We'll kick off the 11 o'clock hour in two minutes. It's Wildey and Tausch.